And here are your homeroom announcements. Class, welcome back to Swim Studio Podcast, episode 15, Burnt Out, where we are talking the burn out that comes with the end of the year. The stress that comes with the end of the year with work, making sure that you meet everything for that last quarter, deadlines, making sure things are good and squared away. You got that PTO in. We're talking burnout when it comes to the holidays. We're talking burnout when it comes to making sure that your family is straight. We're talking burnout when it comes to making sure Christmas and things are straight. We're talking burnout that just means that we are tired of the year, ready for the new year. So stay tuned. It's all coming here. Go ahead and drop an intro. Mm-hmm. It's sunny school. Now it's time to start class. And don't be late before I will get on your... Oh, life lessons with every session, keeping it real. I'm packing the truth so we can help each other heal. Trash talking with a whole lot of sass. Don't forget your pen and paper because it's time to start this class. Well, you know, you know it's a podcast. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Sunday School, the podcast episode 5-freaking-teen. I have a special guest here with me today. I have a special guest here with me today. I don't even know why I'm kind of like doing it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I knew that if I kept doing it, she was going to start laughing. I knew that if I just kept being obnoxious that she was going to loosen up. But I have on here, guys, my line sister, my sweet 16, my sweet, 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 Kiana Rose Harrison. Did I do too much with your whole name? <laughs> yes. Okay. Everybody knows my name. Though. That's what I'm about to say. Like, <laughs> it'd be different if people didn't know it because I wouldn't out you like that. But everybody knows your name. So, guys, so this is episode 15. Like I said, um, and we are talking about burnout. Y'all hear the fist again? I feel some type of way. We're talking about the end of the year burnout. We're just being tired, whether that be work-related stuff, whether that be life-related stuff, whether that is holiday, seasonal Whatever it is, whatever we're trying to cram into the end of this year or the end of every year as we do to shift our minds, shift our goals for the new year, you know, it's a lot of pressure. So Kiana had reached out to me and was like, you know, Jazz, I would love to be on the podcast. And I was like, ah, like I would, I love the opportunity for people to want to be on here because one, if you want to be here, that lets me know that not only do you want to be heard, but you have something to say. And she, I'm thinking like, you know, yeah, let, let's, let's wrap it up. Like we could chop it up, talk about like burnout into the year, woo, 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 woo. But like Shorty really has like research, like she has like factual stuff. So I'm like, oh, this is even better because now I'm not just speaking from a place where it's just experience, but we're also speaking from a place where it's factual, it's written down, it's an article, it's, it's proven and it's real. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to introduce you guys different little ways that like you can be burnt out towards the end of the year. And not only ways that you can be burnt out towards the end of the year, but ways that we can cope with them, fix them, so that way we don't continuously repeat this cycle. So, as mentioned earlier, guys, I have my line sister here on the show, my Sweet 16, and we're talking about, like, the end of the year burnout, right? So, Kiana reached to me about wanting to do this, and I kind of just want to be able to, like, you know, when I come up with podcast episodes, I typically do it based off the things that are, like, of importance to me or something that can kind of be like, you know, tangible to me or to other people that I feel like is applicable or something that it is that you could work towards or need help on or something that needs a little bit more light. So he reached to me guys and was like, you know, I think we should, we should you should do a podcast or a topic on like burnout. No, and, and literally as she reached to me saying that a bitch was burnt out, like, <laughs> Burnt the, burnt the hell out. Like, and I mean that. And I was 
like, oh, hell yeah. And we've talked about this for like a few weeks now. Yeah. So I was like, I definitely, if I don't want anything, I definitely want this episode to go towards the end of the year. For sure. <laughs> because I feel it. I know other people feel it. And sometimes we don't necessarily know what to contribute it to. So I wanted to ask you, Kiana, um, what what made you feel like that this topic deserves some type of like recognition or some type of like talk? Well, ironically, I think in the process of us trying to film this, we were both going through burnout yeah. <laughs> at the time. That's very true. Uh, I think we're on the <laughs> other side. But we were going through burnout. And then I felt like just from the past, probably the past two years, like just going through pandemic, everything. Yeah. I've had several instances where I've experienced burnout, been there, came out of it, been there, came out of it. And I'm right. like, I know I'm not the only person that is experiencing this because sometimes I'm like, am I depressed? Right. Like, is yeah. my anxiety going crazy? And it wasn't right. either one of those things. It was outside things causing me to be burnt out, which was right. creating other problems. Right. So I can't be the only person. You definitely can't be. And one of the things that we kind of like discussed in reference to the episode and kind of referencing back to episode 13 um where we're talking about if you think you're lonely now just knowing your triggers so like what are some of the things that are causing you to be so stressed out like in episode 13 we kind of talked about like in reference to loneliness the holiday time you know what i'm saying like always being stressed i know for me and kiana like you can speak for yourself or if you agree the holiday season for this to be such a jolly time it feels different sometimes, I feel like, depending on the, the situation that you're yeah. in. So if you're single, you may not, eh, you know, it's okay, cool. <laughs> if you don't have a family, like, if you don't have children to, like, wake up to. Because I feel like a lot of the times, the holidays are a lot more important because it's about family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you have children, wearing yourself out or burning yourself out, may you may see the reap of that reward at the end on mm -hmm. Christmas Day when... Your kids opening their gifts or people are so appreciative and stuff like that. But then also, too, just knowing the things that trigger it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know this holiday season has not been super jolly for me. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And granted, it's different. It's my first holiday season not being in Virginia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm super far away. But then also, too, the anxiety of trying to make sure that I'm trying to get people things to the point where my mom even suggested at one point, like, maybe we shouldn't exchange gifts. And I'm take just the like, pressure off. Yeah, take the yeah. pressure. And I never noticed. Yeah. Like, literally, all of us were saying the same thing without saying the same thing. <laughs> so, like, my brother was like, my brother's like, you know, drop the kids' sizes and what they want. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, Ryder, you want my size? He was like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, it's kids only. Like, at what point do we cut off, you know what I'm saying? Like, the gifts and stuff. But, like, that's a huge stress. And it causes a lot of, like, you got people... Run around here like chickens with their head cut off, trying to make sure that they get holiday gifts for Secret Santas at your workplace. And I was the main one rallying up for the damn Secret Santa. And it's literally in two days and I still ain't get a gift yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like bringing on so much onto your plate. Like the holiday season can do that. You go from Thanksgiving to to new, to new um Christmas to New Year's. It's a lot back to back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? To the point where we're carrying so much, like especially financially because... It ain't like the paychecks are increasing. It isn't like no. the, the flow of money is coming in more. It's just that like our responsibility has heightened a lot more. And then like um another thing we were talking about um on episode 13 was kind of like that kind of leads to like just different like indifferent feelings. And I'm going to bring them into burnout. It's like uh, changing the weather. You know what I'm saying? So like not necessarily wanting to kind of be out in the mix a lot. You know what I'm saying? You're spending a lot more time in your home or a lot more time alone with yourself. Like, you know, and then also too. Just kind of like being physically alone that may kind of like 
deter, I wouldn't even say deter, but kind of like shift your mind into like, damn, like people get seasonal depression. <laughs> that, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. That's very true. That's that, common. That's very true. So with the burnout, right? What are some of the ways, like, in, in what ways have you felt burnout amongst yourself personally? Who? Okay, so I'm a recovering perfectionist. So, <laughs> so with that, that just means like I've definitely been in a place where I'm like, I, whatever it is I got to do, I got to yep. get it. Yep. And I'm going to get it and yep. I'm going to do it. And I do yep. whatever it takes, sacrifice sleep, sacrifice eating yeah, like rest so self-care all of that to that's get it so and that will make you burn out very quickly and then that's when i learned i'm like yeah you just gotta start going to sleep at night like i gave that up yeah, so yeah definitely a recovering perfectionist i have like starting new jobs i used mm. to get anxious like starting new jobs because right. i'm like i gotta perform i gotta do this and then right. i end up burnt out right. after like yeah. three months that's you know so um career has been a major, probably the sole source of my burnout. <laughs> that's literally I wish. 75% of the issue, like, <laughs> career. And it's like, I love my career. Like, this is, yeah. but that's like your life. You mm-hmm. know, you spend yeah. more time at work than you, you do, do with family. family. Yep. So I was like, yep. even when you're sitting here talking about the holiday burnout, I'm like, that's almost a break for me. But then mm-hmm. I go home and I'm stressed. Yeah. So because, like, because, like, like, and sometimes with that, you take work home. Like, if, yeah. if, in my job now, Coming from like Norfolk State, I'm so used to working around the clock 24-7, like always, always, yeah. always. And I constantly compare my life then to like my life now, where it's like pros and cons. So there's things that I I, I just could not take anymore about Norfolk State, but there's things where I wish I had yeah. here. So like always just being active, but mm. then also too, in that space, I was tired as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So kind of just knowing the balance of when work is over, bro, work is over. So, of yeah. course, there's times where, like, in your career where you have to bring work home or you may not have finished something or there's deadlines to meet. Like, absolutely, by all means, like, you need to get your fucking work done, period. But knowing where to draw that line, yeah. like, this is work. Like, I work from 9 to 6 or 8 to 5 mm-hmm. or whatever your schedule is. This is work. I try and get as much as I can here and not bring it home because now it's almost like you're living on the clock where you, you can feel the burnout even more because... Where you supposed to set those boundaries and cut off time for certain mm-hmm. things, you now have blurred those lines and you're bringing your work home. You may be bringing your homework. Like it's just <laughs> homework. That's no, true. it's true. That's that's vivid. it's true. But it's funny because that's what the pandemic did. We right. saw an increase of people. Well, we were at home. Yeah. <laughs> so we were working at yeah. home. I remember literally waking up, Dang. rolling over, Ugh. and picking up my computer. And just start working. Like, yeah. I didn't even have a morning routine yeah, anymore. No. Like, there was, was no routine. Real. And that then you're real. at home all day. So when do you actually, do you just cut it off? Like, do you close your laptop? Or do you, yeah, yeah actually, I can keep going. Like, right. you know, because there was no, there's no indication to stop. Right. So I think that damaged us a lot. And I think also, too, shout out to all the people who work from home. Mm-hmm. Because I could never. <laughs> I could never. You want to talk about, like... But even still, I, I hope to get to some point where, like, I'm my own boss or I'm an entrepreneur where I have a lot more flexibility within my schedule. But I could never. Oh, I need an office. Like, yeah, I'd have yeah to no, I, I need to leave. Yeah. I need to get dressed and go. Like, yeah. I can't do the, you know, half, you know, like, professional top crop bottoms or, like, shorts. <laughs> bo- like, I can't. 
it was cool and all for what it was. You know what I'm saying? And we really... <laughs> it wasn't cool. It, it, we really it milked, wasn't cool. We milked the pandemic. <laughs> we milked the hell out of that pandemic. Like, we was out here doing all types of stuff. But then also, too, like, not having that separation yeah. triggers me. Like, I need to... Like, and that's another thing that I'm, I'm fearful of, like, kind of merging into, like, my own thing or doing my own thing or being self-sufficient is not having, you know, enough discipline in that, in those spaces or those yeah. times, like, from 8 to 12, I need to do this. Or, you know, 12 to 2, that'll be my break time, take a nap. Like, I just, I, I, I need structure. Like, I need to, like, show up somewhere. I need meetings and stuff like that. So, shout out to everybody who can work from home, mm-hmm. who can multitask in that facet. Because <laughs> your girl definitely cannot. So, <laughs> Kiana, <laughs> Kiana, like, I told you guys earlier, right? So, this isn't just, like, chit-chat about, like, burnout in different types of ways that we all can feel it. So, we... Just in generally speak, generally speaking, you guys have heard us kind of discuss burnout within your family. You know what I'm saying? Like that you may be able to experience like, you know, just kind of holding on to things or having people around where you're not really ha- having the time to take that break or feel like you have to kind of always do things. Whether that's your friends, whether that's just extracurricular people in your lives. But then also, too, it also goes into career. You know what I'm saying? We talked about career and how the burnout in career could be and whether you're happy, satisfied trying to wrap up the last little bit of stuff that you got to wrap up whatever it is you got career burnout you got family and friends burnout and then I feel like you also sometimes have personal burnout you know what I'm saying for like for myself Mm. I know this (laughs) for this podcast (laughs) to have been like my creative outlet and my safe space which it still is classmates (laughs) I do not regret you guys okay I do not regret you but it now has felt has turned into like a job you know what I'm saying? To the point where, like, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if it's my fault or what. Like, I put the pressure on myself to make sure I'm trying to do so much, do so much, do so much, do so much, do so much. That, like, damn, my outlet is now, like, I got to meet deadlines. I got to do stuff like this. So, also, too, kind of knowing personally within your life or the things that you bring on to yourself, what is causing your own burnout. So, we have to go to work. You know what I'm saying? You can't rid your family. You know, you can probably cut off some of your friends, but then also too, like, what are what causes are you bringing to your own life that's causing a lot more stress? Like, is it things that you procrastinate? I I am the biggest procrastinate. I uh, I hate that I procrastinate, but I do, and I'm very good at it. And that's so fun. That that's really bad. That, yeah. And but but I know that contributes to my burnout because I will wait to the last minute to get something done and be like, uh, I, yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I can't do it. And then it's like, I'm, I'm pushing it even further, pushing it even further, mm-hmm. progressing it even more. And I, I need to get better at that. So do you, have you recognized any of your personal traits that may have caused your own burnout? Well, the thing is, thankfully I have a therapist. So shout out, shout out to I all love, the therapists. I love my therapist. Yes. I've been with her for a year. I love her. Okay. So <laughs> the thing is that with that being in therapy, you know how you're saying like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this caused me to burn out. Or this caused me this. But a lot of times the things that you think are causing you to burn out are actually already <laughs> symptoms of the burnout. <laughs> you're already burnt out. So procrastination is a like that's a symptom of being burnt out Mm -hmm. and avoidance that's a symptom of being Mm -hmm. burnt out so Mm -hmm. unfortunately you know you're like well i'm procrastinating that's making it worse yeah well your burnout's really just getting worse so it's it's ironic yeah very ironic so share with us the things that it is that you were able to find so kiana's gonna break down burnout into like similar to episode 13 how we broke up 
um, loneliness and being alone, the word loan into like different sectors. So Keanu's going to kind of break down the different ways or the different experiences or I would say experiences that you mm -hmm. can feel burnout in. You know what I'm saying? And not only by being able to like state them, we can also kind of talk about them and then find ways that trigger us so that way we can stop the triggers and cope with them and learn new ways to make them better. So mm -hmm. share, share, share with the class what you got, Kiana. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. So some of this is cited directly from my therapist. Um, her on. name is Andrea Washington. She practices here in Atlanta. Shout out to her. Um, and then I'm also going to be citing Melody Wilding, who she's a performance coach and human behavior professor at Hunter College. Come on. Right. Resources so. in the citations. <laughs> So Listen. I just want to make sure I'm, if we're going to give y'all advice, it's going to be cited advice. Okay? Absolutely. From a professional. Real sources. Yes. yes. So just so we know, I know we use burnout as a very loose term. Like it's almost like the new I'm tired, Yeah. but it's a little deeper than that. And there's actually several symptoms and several, three different types of burnout that you can experience. So some of you might can identify with some of the symptoms. So it can cause you to... You know, if you feel yourself getting sick often, mm. Mm. Um, you feel like everything's overwhelming. Um, you could be neglecting your own self-care. Like you could put other it's people before yourself yep. before, you know, you go to do things for yourself. Yep. You procrastinate. Um, you're avoiding work. And it could be avoiding things that you like to do. Mm. You know, like you find podcast. It, Yeah. Like you like this. <laughs> I love You enjoy this. it very much. I talk, about, <laughs> I talk about our podcast literally every day. Unknowingly. And then like, avoid the episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so tired. Like, I'm so fucking tired. Exactly. So that's a sign. Um, right. You can find yourself being irritable, like short-tempered, um, difficulty sticking to your self-care routine. So if you're somebody <laughs> that works out like... I don't know, three yeah. times a week. You mm -hmm. might find it like, I don't feel like working out this week. And you just don't. Right. Um, you have a loss of motivation. Um, physical symptoms like feeling exhausted majority right. of the time. So right. these are all like physical and mental symptoms. So right. the three types of burnout that you can experience, um, we'll just hit them one at a time. So the first one is overload burnout. Overload burnout. Say it, class. Overload burnout. <laughs> okay so with overload burnout this is people past me perfectionist me most definitely mm. um this is people who are working hard they're like frantically in search of success mm. and they're willing to risk their personal life <laughs> their health mm. um anything just, sleep yeah in pursuit of ambition and the way that they cope is by complaining about it <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm gonna pause you right there yeah I didn't mention this to you earlier, what? but it's crazy because I had a moment with my sister, right? Who's mm -hmm. like literally my diary. And I was just like, you know, just kind of talking to her about like how I feel career wise, move wise, where I'm supposed to be in my life and um, just different little stuff. You know how you vent, how we all go through these. I wouldn't say it's a midlife crisis, but an early midlife crisis or whatever we want to call them. But I was telling her how... Sometimes I'm, I, I feel like I'm not satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or sometimes I feel like, you know, like, all right, this was cool for what it is, but now I need to move on. I need to move up. I need to keep going. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I asked her today, I'm like, do you feel like sometimes I complain a lot? You know what I'm saying? She was just like, <laughs> I, I feel that way sometimes because I have to hear myself. I'm like, damn, I'm tired of hearing you always not 
complain about something like you know what i'm saying and i went my sister broke it down to me she was like no it isn't that you're complaining like i don't think that you complain like it's natural it's natural to talk about yourself and yeah. the things that trouble you mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying especially to save spaces or save people but you saying that the whole like this yeah. overload burnout like i feel like i relate to all three of them let's start there <laughs> so but in that like yeah. that was kind of triggering because i'm like yeah. damn like you you literally read me kind of for fifth like always wanting to do this always wanting to do that like sacrificing sleep sacrificing time sacrificing this just because you feel like you need more success or i need i'm mm -hmm. not here i'm not there i'm not there but sometimes you're right where you need to be you yeah. know what i'm saying and <laughs> in coping with that i complain to myself and like my sister and i caught myself doing this because thankfully i have i'm very blunt and mm -hmm. then i have very blunt friends mm -hmm. um it's like we just go together or something yes. <laughs> so the good thing with having blunt friends is that when I was complaining like that, they'd be like, all right, all right, I, I can't take it. Like, yeah. they'd be like, I, I can't take but so much. Right. And they put up healthy boundaries and they're like, all right, you got right. to stop. Right. So when it gets to the point where I'm disturbing, like, the peace other of other people, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this could be an issue. Yeah. So right. that, yep. yeah, so the that encouraged me to find a solution, which is finding healthy ways to cope mm -hmm. so when you're in the middle of an overload burnout you got to remember your focus is always on the goal you're mm -hmm. always trying to achieve the goal and then achieving the goal is not fun so you end up complaining so that's your coping mechanism so right. in the middle of that you have to find a way to cope in a positive that's manner right. you have to put that energy somewhere right. else right. not just into what you're trying to do right so if that means all right at this time i gotta stop yep. and i need to just go take a Impressed. nap or yeah. just like i have a dog i go to the dog park more than what is probably healthy for anyone but that is my coping mechanism right. and, you know, and then i found when i was beginning to burn out i stopped yeah doing that and yeah. that's what makes me happy so right. i was avoiding right. what was making me happy and coping right. well was going to the park right. so you got to find that and then even to what i'd add to overload overload burnout before we move on to the next one mm -hmm. is slowing down yeah okay yeah i talk fast i move fast i you don't even want to know what the hell be in my head mm -hmm. because I can't even keep up with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, <laughs> Lord, it is it is scary up here sometimes. But like, just slowing down. And I think sometimes too, like I can I know I can speak for myself, and I'm almost certain I can speak for my other classmates too. It's just putting so much pressure on yourself to get things done within unreasonable times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, uh, I made it very clear to you guys, like. Before my live broadcast, you know what I'm saying, for episode 16, I'm like, I got to get all three of these episodes on there. I got to get them back. I got to get them done. And, like, literally and running around like a crazy person. Like, ah, this is, you know what I'm saying, like trying to get stuff done. But guess who set these deadlines for me? Me. Guess yeah. who set this expectation for me? Me. And guess who can change it for me? Me. It doesn't, like, just slow down. Like, it's a, it isn't a race. It isn't, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you're going to be filled with so much regret or... You know what I'm saying? Like, that you failed if you don't get it done. Or just run no. your own race. Yeah, just run your... Like, run just your take race. your time and just slow it down. So, okay. All right. So, that was overload burnout. All right? So, you guys kind of understand that. Overloading yourself. On to the next. All right. So, this one is one that 
I just escaped from. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Tell this us is, your story. This is called Under Challenged Burnout. Under Challenged Burnout. Class, say it. Under Challenged Burnout. All right. So signs of under challenged burnout could be not feeling appreciated. Mm. You're bored. Um, mm. There's a lack of opportunities to learn mm. or improve or advance yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is because, you know, these people feel no passion. They have no enjoyment in their work. And they cope by distancing themselves from either their job or the tasks that they have at hand. And so this non-complacency, like all of this, it leads to cynicism, avoidance of responsibilities, and an overall just disengagement from the things that they enjoy. Mm. Okay. Okay. And it's mainly because, is it like you're just not necessarily happy? I would say this one, I would say this was mainly, you could tie this directly to people's careers. Okay. You tie it directly mm-hmm. to it. And this is just okay. coming from like, it's a lot. If you are someone that, because you can go back to the first one. If you're somebody that has goals they want to achieve, right. you're somebody that you're, these are people that experience burnout are right. ambitious people. They have goals. They have That's things me. that they want. And it's so when you get to a place where you're not getting what you want and then you're right. like, this is not moving me mm-hmm. towards what I thought mm-hmm. or what I wanted. Yeah. And you feel exhausted right. from that. Right. Yeah. Like you start feeling like discouraged from that. And it right. makes you burn out because you still have to keep doing this every day. Damn. I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> you have to keep doing it. So you can, <laughs> you got to remind like, dang, I got to keep feeling not progressive every day. Yeah. Like, you know, so you burn out right. from that. And I think that goes into, like you said, like this one kind of ties directly to career. I feel like that goes into overload burnout versus under challenge burnout. I feel like are like opposites kind of. Yes. Because it's like under challenge. It's like, all right, let's say, for example, if it's a job, right? If mm-hmm. it's a job that you sought, you want it so bad, you know, you finally got it. Like you, you may start off on overload. You know what I'm saying? Like wanting to do the most, wanting to show up on time, wanting to be great, wanting to take on these extra tasks, wanting to kind of prove yourself in your workspace that may go for a year to two to three. And now you're at the place where it's like, eh, I felt like I've done everything I could do here. Like I felt like, you know, I'm kind of just mm. stagnant. It's like, I'm at, I'm at a, like a plateau kind of just like, well, what exactly now? You know what I'm saying? You may not, your lack of passion, your lack yeah. of purpose may not be there as much as it was three years ago when you were trying to obtain that job because you've grown in three years. So within that, now you're kind of tired. You're like, fuck, now it's just dragging. You know, it's dragging yeah. until you get your next height or your next high of whatever excites you. So I felt this one before, for sure, for sure. I think I think I honestly feel this now. Yeah. For me, coming out of it, um, for me, it was, you know, I'm a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So I'm a constant, being in design, you have to constantly stay up on trends. You have to constantly make sure you're up to date on whatever rules they didn't came out with, whatever, whatever right. it is that's new for that year, we are on top of it. And so on top of that, I'm trying to learn new skills constantly. And I'm also trying to make sure that wherever I'm employed at, mm-hmm. that I am doubling down and improving those skills at all times. Right. And I want to make sure nothing I'm doing is mundane because mm-hmm. if it is, I'm not going to be able to advance me. Right. So with that coming into coming out of pandemic, I I like to say I didn't work. I would like to say I did not work for almost a year, but that's a lie. I was working the whole time. (laughs) That's a lie. I worked the whole pandemic, which was an opportunity for a break that I did not take. Um, (laughs) Trash. Oh, I still think about it to this day. If another pandemic comes, nigga, I'm ready. I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm, I'm leaving my 
expert. Duh. I'm collecting on an appointment. Fuck what you heard. No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was not it. It was oh not my. it. They was getting so much money. But, yeah, we were. But it was also, like, if oh, you're a person. You one of them. Oh, I was one of those in California. But. What? <laughs> But the thing about that, though, it was that to sidebar, it was just like, even with that, you're still while everyone was unemployed and while everyone was doing that, everybody was like, this is your opportunity to learn something. Yeah, this is your opportunity to start that business. Apply for a PPP loan. Like it was like America was constantly telling you, even though we're in a place where we can do nothing, you should be doing something. Mm. And I think that absolutely contributed to everything that I'm experiencing now. And I definitely burnt out. Um, I would say that was probably the overload burnout during the pandemic, just trying to figure out how to be ready for it to be over. Mm, that's that. Yeah. And then when it was that over, was scary thing. it's still happening though. Yeah. <laughs> like we just no. kind of, we yeah. just kind of kept going, but yeah. even when it was quote unquote over, I was like, okay, now I have to go back to work. So I'm coming into work subconsciously thinking, oh, I took a break. Mm. I need to go ahead and like, this is my new job. This is my thing. I'm about to kill it. Like, you know, and so then I get into this space where actually they didn't really stop during the pandemic. So I'm coming in with this like fake energized energy because I'm actually really exhausted. And so (laughs) I'm coming in with it and I'm thinking like, yes, this is my opportunity to advance myself and learn something new and do something different. And they Mm -hmm. were like, wait a minute. Yeah. We have a mission. And we have a process. And I know we told you this, but this is actually what we want. Um, mm-hmm. Relax. <laughs> and so, <laughs> relax. And so, when you're hit with that, it was just like, okay. So, I go with it. You know, I'm new. I'm not, I'm not a step on toes type of person. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, this is what they want. This is what they're asking. And this is what's important here right. in this place. Right. So as I get adjusted, like going into two, three months of adjusting, mm-hmm. I begin to realize and see the full picture of like, girl, you ain't learning nothing. Mm-hmm. You can do this with your eyes closed. <laughs> and I can. You know, and I'm yeah. like, I can do this with my eyes closed. Okay, let me find other opportunities here. So I'm still like trying to do something. I'm like, let me find other opportunities to like feel some type of recognition right or engagement mm. um because i mean i was growing up told like you don't need anybody to tell you you're doing a good job mm-hmm. but that don't mean you don't like it so like for it's sure. just like you for know sure. it doesn't Sometimes mean like it. or it gets to a certain point for me i'm like i've been in my career five plus years i don't really need you to tell me I, something look nice mm-hmm. like I, I don't need to hear that i need to hear like oh no like this was actually very detrimental like i need to hear a heightened level of appreciation at this point like Mm -hmm. that's what i'm expecting and so when you don't get that you don't get the i'm learning something new and then it's like okay i'm just good at what i do Mm -hmm. and that's not good enough for me so me just being good at it that that wasn't enough so as i sat there i just started like in the morning and started taking me longer to get ready like I, i like going to work you know, I might like, start taking me long to get ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm procrastinating, um, getting into the car. Like, I'm just like, eh, let me go get something to eat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, and still getting there on time. And I'm like, really trying not to, like, not do anything. So now I find myself working. I can't focus. Yeah. I'm like sidetracked. Everything's taking me longer to do. And I'm basically avoiding what is causing me stress Mm -hmm. because I've told myself, Oh, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Or like, I don't like the way this feels. And I don't like that feels. And when you do that, your mind is in 
survival mode all the time. Yep. So when you say out loud, like, oh, this is stressing me out. This <clears throat> makes me feel bad. This da 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 da. Right. Your mind says, oh, that's not good. Let's avoid that. Yeah. So that you can be healthy. So yeah. that's when you end up in burnout mm-hmm. because you start avoiding stuff. Yeah. So with me, that is very, very recent for me. And mm-hmm. so coming out of it, what my therapist had to help me do was, okay, look, you're not going to get, you're feeling unfulfilled. You're feeling like you're not getting what you need from your job. Right. Let's find that somewhere else. There you got to find it somewhere else. Because you're, you're under challenge. So you're looking mm-hmm. for your next challenge, your next thing yeah. that you're trying to work towards. Yeah. 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 And I mean, some people don't like to admit that they want to feel fulfilled, but yeah. I do. I went to school for a very long time to do yeah. what I do. I do actually would like, you know, I would like to feel fulfilled in and what I do every day. a lot of money. It's been a lot of money. That they're asking back for January of 2022. That too. And I've been paying it. You know, so I'm just like, when you go through that and you spend like the bulk of your life preparing to do this. Right. And then you're not even feeling fulfilled in it. That's very discouraging. Extremely. And you burn out from that feeling every single day. Right. And I think that kind of goes to like how like, I think our millennial era mm-hmm. or like <clears throat> all of us now. We're the era to be like, man, at that job. Fuck that job. Man, at that job. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like our parents... And grandparents were the ones to sustain a career or a job in that under-challenged state. You know, so it may have been things that our parents may have wanted to accomplish or like mm-hmm. different. I know me and my mom talked too about like her career choice and how she kind of got there and the things that she may have wanted to do. But when you spent a substantial amount of time, I'm not talking about us. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about them. When you spent a substantial amount of time somewhere, it's like you know it. It becomes the motions like, you know, you just kind of go through it. And I feel like a lot of our family or like older people may experience that under challenge where it's just like another day at work. Like, how was work? Work. But it became okay. It became okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. So like with us, that shit ain't okay. It's not okay. We Mm -hmm. do like after shit. I know people who be dipping and I'm not saying like leaving jobs is the thing or it's cool or anything, but like. (laughs) I'm just saying, I know people who be like, yeah, this this ain't it. Yeah. Not to say that, like, you know, and it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword because also, too, you have to sometimes, like, sit still and, like, work for the, the, the benefit or the causes of whatever it is that you're trying to, like, or job or whatever it is you're trying to obtain. It doesn't just come instantly. It's not, And we're also used to instant gratification, too, which is another reason as to why I feel like we leave things, too. Mm-hmm. But then also, too, just knowing, like, it ain't going to come overnight. It's not going to, you're not going to get a promotion within the next six days to three months like it it may not work like that like you have to sustain like you have to show you know i'm saying your worth and and show that you're worthy of in order to reap the benefit on this annoying thing to hear (sighs) i hate hearing that like i just don't even want to but it's also you gotta look at our generation too we've experienced so many crazy things just within the past two three decades so i think when and we've seen people not have to earn that like we've seen it so it's just like why gotta be me (laughs) why can't i like 
why can't I just be the person that walk in and get it? Like, why does it have to be me? Like, why I gotta be a stripper to get stripper money? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's whack. I don't want to do that. Why I gotta be a drug dealer to get drug dealer money? Like, God, oh I just God. want the money. <laughs> I just want the money. Like, God, I want. So, some, and I think that's what that. it is. It's because yep. we've seen it. We've seen it. That and it's tangible. Like, and it's but real and it can happen. But that's when it goes back to running your own race because that's their story. That's not my. That's not that's my story. That's also true. <laughs> and I don't. I don't believe in instant success yeah the yeah. only thing i like instant is food so <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> <laughs> instant oatmeal that's healthy i don't want that either. you don't like oatmeal no you don't i don't want anything instant. you like grits i do like grits. that could be fast i don't make the instant ones Kill it. <laughs> stone age grits how about this how about this all right, all right, all right this is super random but it just made me think of something all right are you ready yeah. You got, we got to rate these. One, oh, no. one being the highest, three being the lowest. Okay. Cream of wheat, Ew. oatmeal, grits. <laughs> Go. Grits is the highest. Um, I would put oatmeal, then cream of wheat. Why do people eat that? Cream of wheat is so good. Cream of wheat is crazy. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, this is the last one. This was a, she, it was the instant oatmeal because I knew she was going to like the instant part. And when she said she didn't like instant oats, I'm like, oh, it got me to thinking about like, you know, our oldie breakfasts. So this is the last one. Sidebar. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is a comedic relief. Uh, like, <laughs> this is a sidebar. We do things like this. Yes. I told you it's a scary place to be up in my head, y'all. <laughs> so, all right. Pancakes, waffles, French toast. Ooh. Go. Waffles. Number one? Number one. Okay. French toast, pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love waffles. Okay. I love waffles. That was a good one. Yeah. I like waffles too. Yeah. Oh no. I'm, I'm, it's Can not we about stop me. talking about bread? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fasting for bread. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I love I'm bread. so sorry. I'm about to find another one. Like, all right. Bagels, toast. Oh, no, I'm not with you. Or croissants. No, I'm not with you. I can do that one. All right, let's do it. Right, <laughs> this is the last one. This is the last one. This is the last one. Bagels, toast. Okay, okay. Oh no, no, because you didn't have to wear biscuits. No. Oh no. I know, right? Okay. Bagels, biscuits, toast, or croissants. Damn, that's hard. Biscuits. That's number one? Absolutely. Okay, okay. Country. Biscuits, mm. croissants. I like croissants. What was the other two? Um, Bagels and care. toast. Um, I'm going to do toast and bagels because bagels be kind of dry and thick sometimes. Bagels do be a lot. Yeah. But if it's a bagel sandwich, oh, I'm tearing that junk up. Oh, don't let it be a sandwich. Don't let me get some cream cheese, some sour, some strawberry jelly. Okay, all right. Back back to class. Stop all that distraction stuff that y'all been out here doing. I know y'all trying to distract me. I know y'all trying to distract me. Back to class. Okay, so that was under challenge burnout. So we went over overload, overload burnout. Under challenge burnout, and last but not least, hit me, Kiana. Neglect burnout. All right, talk to us. All neglect right. burnout class. Say it with me. Neglect burnout. All right, so this type of burnout results from feeling helpless at work or mm. in your studies. So people may feel incompetent or unable to keep up with the demands mm. of their jobs and responsibilities, and these people tend to be passive and unmotivated. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now this one I can say I've probably almost fallen into, but I had I didn't go into it. Okay. I didn't get into that bag. Okay. Yeah. I don't say it one more time for me. So neglect burnout. Mm-hmm. You're feeling helpless. Mm. You may feel incompetent or unable to keep up with the demands of your job or mm-hmm. your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And you tend to be passive and unmotivated. I can't relate to this one. 
Yeah, I, I almost got into this one. Not, I didn't get all the way there. Right. Not that anything's yeah. wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the first two, like, I feel deeply. This one definitely piggybacks off of the under-challenge burnout, though. This yeah. is like the, this is a subtype. It's, that's what I was about to say. It gives me, like, a piece of. Yeah, this okay. is a subtype. Mm-hmm. So, basically, you could, so if I was somebody that was feeling under-challenged mm-hmm. at work, on top of feeling under-challenged, I could also be like, hey, um, manager or whoever, I feel like. I'm not being challenged. And mm-hmm. they can be like, okay, this is what we're doing today. So it doesn't really matter that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know? I felt this before. Or it could be like, hey, um, classmate, like, I didn't like how you said this. This is a boundary that I have, professor mm-hmm. or whoever. Right. And they say, okay, well, that doesn't matter because we're here to study this, this, and this. So it's kind of like oh. a shutdown. It's like dismissive. Yeah, it's a dismissive. and Like, it's right. very dismissive in a shutdown of whatever it was that you were feeling. Mm. So it makes you feel like if somebody does that to you, you do feel helpless. You're like, yeah. okay, well, now what? Right. Like, I, I right. advocated for myself. Right. I spoke up. Right. You know, and then you just feel like, all right, well, I'm going to just be passive now because there's not really much... That I could do, I could here, do to here to change my scenario. So you th- keep going through that for a while mm-hmm. and it causes you to burn out because it's it. just like you have to constantly be passive. You have to constantly um, just keep up with the demands of whatever it is you're doing and you start right. slipping because that's exhausting. You know what this reminds me of? What? Bear with me now. Mm-hmm. It's this episode of Spongebob. I know, I know, I know, I know. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. But this is, anybody who is a real Spongebob fan knows what I'm talking about. That's me. It was an episode of Spongebob with Squidward. It was like one of the earlier seasons. With Squidward. Remember when Squidward found that community? When he yeah. moved, he was so fucking sick of Patrick. He was so sick of Patrick and SpongeBob, right? And he moved. He moved in this yeah. community of like all these different Squidwards, right? Yeah. The houses were the same. They did the same bike ride. Yeah. They did the same dance class. He played clarinet. Like he did the same. He loved it at first. He loved it at first. <laughs> he was the happiest man ever. He just was like, hell yeah. Like this is my skis. To hell with SpongeBob and Starboy. Like, I, this is where I need to be. And then, literally, as you continuously, <laughs> as you continuously do it, it became boring. Like, he got tired. You know what I'm saying? So, that gave me that, like, that under challenge and neglect burnout kind of gave me that mm-hmm. episode. I was thinking about it during under challenge a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the neglect piece really kind of got it because it's like, damn, like, now you're just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. You're no longer excited. You're no longer fascinated. Like, the things, like, even, like, he did something crazy once. Like, in the, I, in the episode, he did something wild. And they were looking at him like, I think you do it. He tried to act like SpongeBob and Yeah, Patrick. and they put like, him out or, or, or he left or something like that. He, he did, did something like, radical. Yeah. But that could have been, like, you reaching for mm-hmm. a new challenge or you reaching for something new, some type of excitement, some type of, like, Hey, are you expressing in, yeah. in reference to the neglect burnout and you're still not getting what, what it is that you need in order to move forward. Yeah. So that resulted to him moving back to next in between. <laughs> oh my God. This man literally lives in between Patrick and SpongeBob. Like who would want to live right there? <laughs> <laughs> so he ended up moving back home. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of just to kind of like, you know, freshen him back up, I guess, or give him a new outlook or i wouldn't even say new because he went back to his old place but something that wasn't as mundane or the normal you know what i'm saying or not feeling like you're being fulfilled in that 
in that last season, which yeah. caused him to move back. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm happy hilarious. you were able to relate, though. It's hilarious. Because I was like, damn, yeah, what if it's the episode she's knows? Oh, like, no. Knows absolutely nothing. I know nothing all the SpongeBob episodes. Shout out to SpongeBob. <laughs> I love you, so SpongeBob. Okay. So do you have any. So you guys heard us talk about burnout, right? We, we went into um, detail on overload burnout. Underchallenged burnout and neglect burnout. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to kind of take this time to kind of just think about some of the things that we kind of said in the episode, in, in this episode, and which types of burnouts have you experienced? Have you experienced all three? I know I have. Mm-hmm. At some point, I know right now I'm probably like super overloaded with the year wrapping up and underchallenged with ready to kind of itching to kind of like get something new going or you know some type of new speed. So I want to challenge you guys to kind of think about different ways or, you know, to share this with other people who may be experiencing all different types of burnout. So just think about it, reflect and find ways that you could kind of go about it. But before we kind of like wrap everything up, Kiana, was there anything else that you wanted to share in your experiences of feeling these different types of burnouts or that your therapist may have shared with you that you would like to share with the rest of the class in reference to burnout in general or the three types of burnouts you explained to us today? Um, I just want to make sure... Well, something I had to do was make sure that I was managing those thoughts because burnout happens slowly over a long period of time Mm -hmm. and it just builds up. So making sure that I stayed aware of how I'm feeling and what I'm feeling and making sure that I had a resource to go to. I know a lot of people, some people are funny about having a therapist i have never been shy about telling people i have a therapist because that is how i function today okay (laughs) like that's why i'm able to function right um paying attention to how like your loved ones or the people around you are reacting Hmm. to you um because they don't know what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) they have no clue like they just don't know or they can only see what they see and think it's something else right like even with me i would say me and my boyfriend he was like oh kiana's just generally unhappy with life <laughs> <laughs> like he yeah, thought he thought so i sad. was like a generally and i'm really happy but I, I would, yeah. i'm like i'm happy with my life yeah. like you know like he just was like it makes you look at something yeah like, like, you're like damn am i unhappy? yeah i was like am i unhappy with my life right and i was like no i'm unhappy with what i'm doing right. so yeah yeah, so you have to pay attention and like maybe try to be like not so defensive if someone mm. does try to tell you something mm-hmm. <laughs> about yourself try mm. to recognize those things I, that was the stuff that I had to do and that's ultimately what ended up helping me not be burnt out and I'm not right. saying I'm never gonna be burnt out ever again I'm pretty sure it might sneak up on me again I don't know but making sure you take those steps to like kind of stop it before it gets started right I love that mm. well thank you I appreciate you. Yay, this was good. This was good. This <laughs> was, was like definitely like an umpteen time. Y'all, me and Kiana supposed to record this who knows how long ago. But because we burnt, well, mainly me, I be burnt the hell out. I'm like, uh, I can't, Kiana, I have to rest. Uh, Kiana, uh, And I was suggesting, I'm like, do we need to reschedule? Yes. Do we need to do this another so time? Tired. But then, like I said, that goes back to me putting that, that pressure on myself. You know what I'm saying? To meet expectations that I set for myself mm-hmm. <laughs> who ain't gonna be let down ain't gonna let nobody down but my damn self so you know just making sure that you kind of like just know those things like Keanu had mentioned earlier kind of just knowing the certain things that you make you can't you can't get to it without going through it you know what I'm saying so you're not gonna be able to get to the other side of your burnout or the other side of your relief 
if you're not willing to recognize the issue itself and go through it the hard way instead of using some of those terms that we kind of used earlier like avoidance or procrastinating walking around and taking a long way instead of just going through the issue itself so i think it wraps this was a great episode about burnout yeah. um and yeah. even like <clears throat> lord even like in that like we mentioned like a couple of things also too like earlier in the episode like you know, it may be seasonal things. So you may not experience this all the time. It may just be a season where like you're planning for a wedding where it's burnout. Like you're tired. You're just ready for the, You know, so y'all ever experienced something where you're just ready for something that's supposed to be so exciting to just be fucking over? You're like, I'm just ready for it to be over. Like mm. my birthday party, like, I was like, man, by the time that joke was done, I was ready for everybody to go home. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so stressed and tired. You know, so just kind of like knowing that there's certain seasons for certain things. Like it may be an actual season, like summer, winter, um, fall or spring or whatever. Or it may just be a moment in your life and that time that you're experiencing a heightened amount of stress or a lot going on because you have to fulfill, you have to meet deadlines or, you know, you just put a lot of pressure on yourself to get stuff done. So whenever you're feeling that way, just revert back to episode 15, burnt doubt, because it will really kind of break it down for you guys and just knowing how to slow it down and not put so much pressure on yourself to feel like you have to get stuff done or have to meet deadlines. Or if you have deadlines, do not procrastinate. Take your time, write it out, plan it out, talk it out, figure it out with other people. You don't have to do all this stuff alone. So I appreciate you, Key. This was Thank really good. You. Like, And this was honestly the episode I didn't know I needed. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm, being, I'm yeah. being super serious. And I think yeah. the timing couldn't have been even more perfect. And even still with the setbacks, I'm, I think this was like perfect timing to release it yeah. around the time that we're doing it now because I can really like your breakdown. Like I can really relate. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not just saying since that. Like yeah. I really was like, what? Shut up. That's me. <laughs> that is me. That's also me. Like, what the hell? Like, that is crazy. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up. But really quickly, is there anything that you would like class to know about you? Can I shout yourself out? Let people know where to find you on social and we're going to go from there. We're going to wrap it on up. Yes. Um, I'm on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Little Brown Lady. Little Brown Lady. Everywhere. I snatched it everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, Little Brown Lady. Um, I do do freelance graphic design. I took a break because I was burnt out. <laughs> That's about to be out. I now. did. I took a break. But I'm back now. Um, if you want to follow me on that, it's Little Brown Studio. Y'all, make sure y'all follow. Okay. She didn't do herself no justice, but it's okay because I'm the shout out queen. I'm the shout out queen. So y'all, Kiana did my birthday flyer for my party. Um, no, I'm telling everybody that it was good. It was good. It was great, and I fucking loved it. If she could have did a video, I would actually goddamn do that too. But Kiana did my birthday flyer for my um 28th birthday. Uh, my little Sunny Dash she in Atlanta. She did that, knocked it out, and not only that, but Kiana does graphic designs and. Also, she is so much more than that. Like, she's literally like a true artist. And I don't mean like an artist like, I just found out I could paint last year. And now, you know, I'm charging people $500 for paintings. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like a real genuine artist. Like, went to school for this. So not only is it a, a talent or just a craft of hers, but then also too, it is a real life education. Like, she, she studied this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So being able to have like the education behind the talent means so much to me so Thank you, and kiana also too y'all <laughs> this chick real life be doing whole murals bro <laughs> like like real like i can't really explain this like 
This chick, you did the sequence plot. This I did. I think I touched a long time ago. I think I touched everybody's plot at some point. It was one year. I think I did everybody. Bro, and I wasn't Greek yet. <laughs> Yo, this girl, this girl. Yeah. You, you, but you, you did the plot where you painted you the, the, their, the, faces. their faces. Yeah. yeah. Smoked it. Smoked it. <laughs> That's the I old was like, Greek walk. Oh my god! I'm like this. This chick painted these three men faces <laughs> on a plot. So for you guys who may not be familiar with like what a plot is, is basically just think about like a big old plot of cement. So um, at Norfolk State, like we have this thing called like the Greek walk. And, you know, it's for the Greeks and stuff like that. People in sororities and fraternities. And every year around homecoming, you know, our old heads coming back. We got to make sure the plot straight, make sure it's clean, a new design or whatever. So they will always reach out to like local artists or like students who were extremely talented who they'll just, you know, get to do the plots instead of reaching out to someone else. And Kiana, literally, I know you've done our plot. Yeah. Shit. Having her as a last sister has literally been a blessing. Oh, so whatever. <laughs> so whether that be flyers, goddamn designs, you know what I'm saying? All types of stuff. Like she could do it. And she would redo our plot. So like literally, I'm not going to let her sit here and kick it like it's super regular. <laughs> like she's just like some regular little Joe Schmo. I can make your flyer for $15. Like hell no. <laughs> like she is really that nigga. You hear me? Like she can whip it up. And not only that, but just also the creative design as well. Like being able to put together like templates. And we was coming up with ideas and stuff like that. Decorating my wall. Yo, my green stripe wall. She helped me paint that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even read those stuff from my like kindergarten. I didn't even know her at kindergarten. But in kindergarten, she was drawing the best stick-shaped figures out of all of the kids. So, mm, take that, world. But, nah, in real life, like, I genuinely love, you know I love you. I'm crazy about you. I appreciate you. And thank you for, like, you know, wanting to be in class. Thank you for bringing this up. And like I said, this was literally the episode that I didn't know I needed. And not only that, but then I've been able to internalize and take some things away from this that, like, Bruh, slow down. Yeah. And then also, too, with Clash, guys, you guys know the podcast is just self-reflection. So I tell you guys time and time again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I am not licensed to do none of this shit. <laughs> but this is hood therapy, yo. We just chatting. We just talking through it. We figuring it out. And we holding up mirrors to our faces. Not for too long, because you know we don't do that. But we holding up mirrors to our faces to make sure that we can reflect on the things that we need to fix internally within ourselves. So I appreciate you for wanting to come into class, Kiana. You are now on the TA roster. <laughs> you are an official teacher's assistant. I need to give you guys like some pins or something. That'd be no. cute. I may get you to design them. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, guys. So class is officially a wrap. We are done. Love you guys. Be easy. Take care.